All right, welcome back to another episode of The Flex Coach. Today's guest is Mr. Jimmy Rex. Jimmy is most known for his career in real estate during the past 15 years. In that time frame, he sold over 2,000 properties and has solidified himself as one of the top real estate agents in the country. Outside of real estate, Jimmy has a podcast called The Jimmy Rex Show, and he's also an author, with his first book being The Next Wave of Influence in Real Estate, and his latest offering being You End Up Where You're Headed. Super appreciative to have him on the podcast, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Thank you. My whole life, I've kind of had this thing where I kind of do things my own way. I've always kind of done my own path, and people would always tell me what I needed to do, but I didn't really listen very well to those people, um, and I've had so many uh, rewards come out of my life because of that, and so as I've started to kind of look back on my life, I'm so grateful that I always kind of followed this quote-unquote unsafe path, and um as I've studied more and more, you know, people don't regret what they didn't do in their life. They regret, excuse me, they don't regret what they did do. They regret the things they never did, the things that they wish they had tried out, the things they wish they'd done. And so as I started kind of looking into this, I started a podcast a couple of years ago, and a lot of these guests have done some of the most amazing things. And I realized that all these guests had this in common, that they kind of had been explorers. They'd gone out and they kind of went out on their own. And so as I started to think of this concept, I wanted to write a book and kind of tell a bunch of my stories in it. But, uh, you know, it wasn't like, I'm like, I don't want to write a biography or whatever like that. I, um, but I, so what I did is I, you know, me and my buddy Cameron Carling, so we partnered up on this still. And what we did is we, we followed the hero's journey, which is Joseph Campbell's um, kind of theory about kind of the, the, the path of a hero. And we took some of my own stories from my life and then people that I had met along the way and we implemented their stories in there as well. And that's kind of how we formed the book. And so it's a book designed to help people realize that like what you want in life is there. You just got to get on the other side of it and, uh, and to really uh, get the biggest rewards in life. You have to take some of the biggest risks and do those things that quote unquote make you um, unsafe. That's amazing. Um, you know, what would you, or what's the kind of ecosystem that one must create around them when they're pursuing something that is um, outside of the normal path because in the normal path you have a structured sort of way that you have to follow and everything is kind of you know organized for you but when you're out on your own you have to pick your path you have to go down certain wrong paths to understand that this isn't the way and you know you really have to figure it out on your own so what kind of ecosystem did you create around you when you were pursuing that path yeah, I think it's a great question. And I always try to surround myself with people that inspire me. I think that's the first thing. Um, people that are doing things that scare themselves, people that were similar in this way, they've always been the people I've gravitated to. And so one thing is, is be very careful of people that are telling you you can't do something or people that are trying to squash your dreams. Be careful of people that tell you you're thinking too big or that you need to, you know, quote unquote, um, quit reaching for the sky so much or these pipe dreams that are out there. And I always encourage all of my friends. Like I know, like I try to surround my people that have the same kind of mindset that I do. My friends will come to me and like, you know, my one buddy's like, dude, I think like my one buddy was a dentist and he's like, I think I'm going to quit so that I can write movie scripts. I've always wanted to be a writer. I'm like, dude, go for it. Like do it. Most every other person in his life was like, no, you have this great job, this safe job. I'm like, nah, screw it, dude. Like go for your dream. And we're seven years into it and he's written 20 scripts and, um, he's got some things done. He's, you know, he's really cool. What's kind of come out of his life and he's much happier doing that. Um, I have other friends that, you know, they have, um, 
they people will come to me and they're like they want to play it safe in certain ways or like other people that want to start a career or a business and I'm always encouraging them to do that and so I had those people around me as well and I had a lot of the other people too everyone thought I was crazy like I started a tv show when I was 22 and I started a meat company when I was 21 and um you know when I was 23 I jumped into real estate and I immediately said within two years I want to be the top agent in my market and everyone just told me what I couldn't do but I was paying attention because there was a few people along the way that would be like bro go for it like go live your dream I remember my buddy Ben you know telling me that and a couple other people and and so I think the most important thing you can do is is surround yourself with people because what happens is we want our friends to be safe we want people we care about to experience the least amount of pain possible right and so a lot of people will give them advice um their loved ones, their family, their friends are going to give them advice that they think is helping to keep them safe. But in reality, it keeps them from living their dream. And so for me, I just, you know, I say, find the people that help you believe in your dream and, and stick around those people, stay around those people. No, I definitely agree. And um, in terms of the content that you were consuming, because, you know, networking and connecting with people is one aspect of the equation. But when it comes to the information side of things, uh, if you could recall, the kind of content, the books that really helped you um, maintain yeah. a solid foundation throughout that whole process. Yeah. So one thing, thankfully, I one of my first mentors, um, he told me the power of reading a lot of books. And one of the things that I like to do is study books about successful people or successful businesses. So Audible's really good for this, audible.com or the Audible app, because I love to just hear stories of people that went for it. So my favorite stories to study where, you know, I would study how these companies were formed, like Zappos and Amazon and Microsoft and um, how Warren Buffett built his thing. And I just studied company after company that had the success and person after person that had this crazy, exciting life. And all of them had this thing in common that they were just going for it. And everyone told me they were saying it. So I think that was a lot. I was getting, you know, this confirmation over and over again. I remember studying about Pierre Bedire, uh, the guy that started eBay or, um, all these, um, or uh, Omar, whatever, anyway, and, and all these different companies, and one after another, it was people just putting themselves out there, not knowing where it was going, but they had a vision for what they wanted, and that inspired me, and so I think reading those books of successful businesses and successful people, reading biographies of people that changed the world, um, Teddy Roosevelt, man, study that guy, or some of these people that are just so out there doing these different things, I think that really helped me a lot to, to get the mindset that I could do the same thing. Definitely agree. And it's, you know, uncommon, it's becoming more common now, but it's fairly uncommon when you're, when you're um, young, your tendency is to consume entertainment and things that make you happy and kind of get those cheap dopamine hits. But, you know, it takes something to shift that focus and put it towards the curiosity to study successful people and, you know, to hopefully in, in the future replicate their success and I'm curious to hear what that thing was for you, what that sort of turning point, whether it be a turning point or whether it's um, a realization that, you know, maybe I should shift my focus from entertainment and bullshit to constructive content that will actually help me. Yeah, I don't know if there was ever just one time, but I, I, I can think of a couple experiences that really changed my mind and went, holy crap, like I can do whatever I want in this life. Um, one of them, me and my friends, when we were younger, we loved Chris Farley. He was our favorite comedian, actor, the guy's hilarious. And he died when I was a junior in high school. And so that night we all got together and watched all of his movies. We 
you know, formed the Chris Farley Film Festival. And every year we'd get together and watch his movies on that day, December 17th, December 18th, that night. We would, uh, we watched all the Chris Farley movies. Well, when I was 21 or 22, I was sitting in my apartment in college and I just Googled Chris Farley and I came across his foundation, his brother Tom had set up called the Chris Farley Foundation. Mm-hmm. And I reached out to him. I sent him an email just telling him like, hey, we have this group of buddies. This is what we're doing. We're just a bunch of idiot kids in Utah. We'd love to uh, help raise money for the cause. And his brother hit me back. He emailed me back. And me and him became pretty good buddies. And then when Chris Farley got a start on Hollywood, we had a chance to go out there as the official Chris Farley fan club and be part of that, you know, whole ceremony. There was about 50 of us. It was like Adam Sandler and Tom Arnold and David Spade and uh, us, Chris Rock. And it was just really cool. And all of a sudden I was like, I was like, man, all I did is put a little effort towards something and something amazing came out of that. So I started doing that again. And then I had an experience in 2004. That was in 2003. And then 2004, uh, when I was 23, the Red Sox were playing in the World Series. Well, they were playing the Yankees. If you're a baseball fan, you know, game six is the bloody sock with Kurt Schilling. I'm sitting in my apartment and I'm like, man, I would love to go to game seven. But in my mind, I couldn't go to game seven. It was like in New York the next day. I was like, what if I could go to game seven? So I started Googling real quick. I find a flight for like 300 bucks. Tickets. Um... I realized we could just scalp them, but I'm like looking at what they're going for online. I'm like, we can afford this. So I call up my buddy from Cincinnati. He flies out, meets me in New York. And all of a sudden we're sitting there in game seven at the world or at the ALCS Red Sox beat the Yankees. I end up going from there to Ohio with my buddy. We end up going down to St. Louis where they were playing the world series. I snuck onto the, it snuck into game four. Uh, then I snuck onto the field after the game was over and next thing I know I'm going from sitting at my couch at game six to after the Red Sox have won the world series, I'm on the field throwing baseballs into the crowd, taking pictures with all the players and celebrating the curse of the Bambino being broken. And as I'm having this experience, I just was like, I just did this. Like I just made this happen. I think those two things back to back were such a big deal to me. Then it just showed the power of like action the power of motion, the power of doing something. And so it really inspired me to realize like I can do whatever I want. And from then on, I kind of took that approach towards everything I did. It's amazing to hear. Have you always been a self-starter? Do you always see opportunities and kind of, you know, fit yourself in the puzzle in terms of potential opportunity or moment, just like the ones you mentioned? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I always thought I was normal. Um, I just assumed everybody was this way. I've kind of, as I've gotten older, realized that everybody's not this way. Um, but it was always just normal to me. I don't know. I wanted something. I'd go get it, you know, or I'd go after it or whatever and try to make something happen. And so I guess you could say I've always been that way, but you know, I always joke around like, I'm like, why aren't more people living like this? Like I always said, worst can I talk about this in my book? Like my worst case scenario is I've got the life I have right now. Like it's not like you lose anything by trying stuff. And so I've always Mm -hmm. been willing to go for it or try something different because at the end of the day, I can always go back to what I have and that's a good life, but I want to, I want more. I want to see what's out there. I want to try to make something happen. 